0: And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast. So, I have, for those of you who have been listening regularly, I have gone back and I deleted actually some of the prior podcasts, and I know I got good feedback on them. But the audio quality was freaking awful, for whatever reason. I was experimenting with recording in Audacity and it would appear that the upload conversion really did not work no matter whatever little modifications I tried to do. So we are going to redo a bunch of these and I was initially somewhat how should I say, aggravated uh, at the skipping with the prior podcast in regards to the audio but it does give an opportunity to retouch certain subjects or retouch the topics and hopefully explain them in greater or better, more thorough detail or depth or resonance. So that said, the subject of this podcast today, this one is on women, actually. This is for the women. This is on women and body image. So I know in the prior podcast on women's health, I tried to cover a lot of topics at once, and I'll I'll do that again, but there are certain things that I want to talk about that are this specific to, sort of, as I said, specific to the women and spe- specific to training and body image. And to lead this off, so to speak, I had a, my first article that I ever wrote that was, that went viral, I guess you could say. It was Become More, Not Less. It was on EliteFTS.com. And I described a situation where I had a client come in, and she wanted to get stronger. She wanted to lift weights. But she was also very happy with the way her body looked. And she was an attractive woman, and she was in her late 20s. And it was very, at the time, it was very impactful to hear her describe this since working in Los Angeles and specifically working in Hollywood, I was very accustomed to pretty much every female client I ever had that came in that, you know, want training. I was very accustomed to them always, always being upset, perturbed, pissed off, angry, sad, depressed, what have you. And it was all to do with their dissatisfaction with how they looked, with what their body was. And she was fairly happy with her. She was content, you know, let's use that term, she was content. She felt that she was supposed to have curves. She just wanted to feel physically stronger. And at the time, I was very floored to hear this. And I still am to this day, because this, in regards to North American diet mentality, women have entrained themselves to always be discontent with their physical form. Whether it be weights, whether it, you know, whether it be weight, in, you know, not weights, but whether it be weight in regards to the scale weight, whether it be the inches, whether it be the size of the clothing, there is always something that needs to be cut down and removed. And this is something that is unique to women. And I would advocate this is, it's not something that society has created where it was an agenda of men to make women feel bad about themselves. Women are the absolute masters at making themselves feel completely shitty and making each other feel completely shitty. You know, and there's a reason that, you know, much of the diet industry and much of the fitness industry and, you know, much of fashion, obviously, it's 99% women. And the North American diet mentality, as you know, I called, as Scott Abel calls it, he was, he was, he's another coach in the origin of the term. With North American diet mentality, any changes that people attempt, they may be done in the name of health, but they are not done in the spirit of health. When everything that you do that is physical is designed to get rid of everything about yourself that you don't like, you're never going to be very happy. It's a perfect setup for failure, constantly. And with female clients, in my time training them, it's been over eight years and I've been working with women, and I've worked with a lot of women, it's always a battle. It's always a battle, and it's always there's always a psychological component to it that ends up being the most pressing component simply because it's not a mental game. With men it's much with men it's much more physically external. I'm a guy, I'd like to be fit, I'd like to be strong. These are things that we can consider somewhat to these are things that can be considered, be considered classical male virtues to be strong, to be muscular, to be physically powerful. With women that doesn't really exist. And ironically despite living in the, you know, the fourth wave of feminism, women have become more divorced from their bodies in the idea that it can be strong and that you can do something with it that is useful, that's not predicated on your body weight. Oftentimes women would come in, you know, to this day when they come in, why are you here? And it's just a list of things they don't like about themselves. It's just a really big list. And it becomes very obvious as to why they have never solved for their health. Why they have, why they are in a predicament of I can't understand why I, I don't look what I want to look like. The whole paradigm is based upon the cut-down model. It's based upon this entire paradigm of tell me all the things that you hate and then let's use that as the motivation to change. Being disgusted with yourself that's a powerful feeling, and it can be good initial motivation. But that is a god awful core reason. It's a god awful outlook, really. I should be you know, It's not a reason, it's an outlook. It's a god awful outlook to use for all of your decision making and all of your learning and all of your action. It leads off a cliff. Training for men is men want to be stronger, they want to be bigger. Even if the primary goal is fat loss, the desire to become strong, that's something that you can build in a man very readily. For women, though, it's always the opposite. The whole perspective is based around everything that you want to get rid of. So you want your body to be less than what it is. You want your diet to be less than what you're eating. You want your clothing to be smaller than what you have to wear now. So this whole female side of the fitness industry, of the health industry, it's built upon getting rid of all these things. Everything makes you happy, everything you're pissed off about, let's get rid of that. And it's, it's generally everything. It ends up being everything. And whether it's North American diet mentality, whether it was your mother telling you that she felt fat looking at herself in the mirror, whether it's your stupid, shitty friends, it's not a path to health at all. The opposite perspective, I've always encouraged my female clients, always to this day, what you want to do is you want to become more than what you are, not less. You have the right to make progress, you have the right to have muscles, your training is not confined to counting how many calories you can burn doing two hours of cardio, you can lift weights, you can add plates to the bar, you can use something headier than 10 pounds. You have the right to be strong. Yet, biologically speaking, women are supposed to have curves when supposed to have an ass. Your body fat's always going to be naturally double that of a man. That is biology. That's not conditioning. That's not social conditioning. That's not social construction. That is basic biology. So when you set up your body as something that you are in a continuous battle against, you're going to lose. It's not a war that you fight and you say, oh, I've won on the day that you you dieted down to your goal weight. Nobody wins a war. One side just loses more than the other. Your body and your weight is not something that you set out to destroy and kill. You know, you have the right to enjoy food. You have the right to enjoy training. These are all things I have to tell my female clients. And, yeah, so you're right, you're right, I do, I do. But, but what? That's always the question, but what? When your whole model of self-esteem is based upon you being 110 pounds, that's just impractical, it's unrealistic. Whatever the weight is, the reality is that as you age from the age, from the time as a woman when you first become aware of your body weight at the age of whatever, 9, 10, to being 25, 30, 35, your weight is going to go up. You're not going to weigh the same at 15 as you did at 10. You're not going to weigh the same at 20 as you did at 15. That's supposed to change. And the reality is, to why many women age far faster and far worse than men, you have no muscle mass. If you are a female and you do not lift weights and you have little to no lean body mass, gravity is going to fucking wreck you. And it's going to be your fault. It is, in fact, most women age themselves faster because you're constantly trying to lose weight. You're constantly trying to do shit tons of cardio as a form of weight control. And that just strips your body of elasticity. It does. The health of your skin, you know, collagen, tissue, breast tissue, body fat, all, you know, overall tonicity, that's all based upon the health of your, you know, literally like the health of your muscles. That is based upon your protein. intake. That's based upon how literally physically strong you can strengthen the layers of tissue in your body. Cardio doesn't do that. Dieting doesn't do that. You have to lift weights. You have to have muscle mass. If you don't have muscle mass, what's holding your skin up? What's supporting the elasticity? What's supporting the substructure of the skin? Nothing. Yeah, this is why even for the female clients I have where they come in like, they're skinny. Oh, I want to stay this weight. You need. I don't care whether you're skinny, you're overweight, you're obese. I don't care. You need to gain muscle mass. does not change. Every female client I've ever had, ever had, I've trained like a bodybuilder with one Operative outcome to get you as muscular as possible. And the reality is, is that women's testosterone levels are one fiftieth that of men, and it takes double the amount of time to build the same amount of muscle mass, and most women are never going to gain more than maybe 15 pounds over the course of years of training. So the fears of getting big or bulkier or whatever the fuck, those are all overblown. They're based upon bad science or bad mental models of this non understanding. You have to get strong. Have to get strong. Yeah, this is one of the ironies. I can have the modern era woman. I want to be an empowered woman. I want to be strong. I want to be unstoppable. I want to be this. I want to be all these things. I want. I want all. Okay, you have to be strong. Uh, but I, I don't want to lift weights. It's bulky. some feel fat. A bit, a bit. fuck your stupid fucking reasons. Yeah, and that sounds harsh. I I, I tell females all. The t- I feel I tell female clients this all the time. I tell the women I work with this all the time. Now, I, obviously. There's a certain diplomacy to explain things this way. But the majority of women, and men too, this is both sexes, the majority of what people believe about training and lifting and health, it's all bullshit. It's all mythology, it's all myth, it's all fallacy. And as I often jokingly but seriously say, the thing is you think about your health are stupid. Because none of them are true. They're based upon what they said, what you heard, what so-and-so said. Well, I thought it was this, but I saw that in the media. But my friend, it it goes back to that stupid, shitty friends. I don't care what your friends did. I don't care what you read. And that's not even read. It's not even learning anything. It's it's sound bites of information. Human health, getting strong, aging, longevity, physical form. This is based upon certain fundamental principles of biology. Those don't really change at all. Human misunderstanding of them does, but the principles don't. So, when it comes to women, it comes to training. If I was to summarize this relatively short podcast in one outlook, physical health is a process of becoming more than what you are currently, it is not a lessening. You have two mindsets here you have abundance, you have scarcity. If you have an abundance mindset where I'm going to learn, I'm going to build up, I'm going to become something more than what I am currently, taking control of your health will be a fulfilling process. If you have a scarcity mindset where everything about your exercise, your diet, your focus, your motivations are grounded in disgust and grounded in what you can take away from yourself, you are never going to find a point of health there ever. Self-destruction is not a creationary process. It's not. Those are two contradicting ideas. So either you are becoming or you're listening. And you have to pick one. Now, if you're listening to this, I know that you know what your mindset is and which one you fall into. Some things in life are binary. So then it falls upon us, it falls upon you. You have to make a choice. Do you persist doing what you're doing and thinking what you have been thinking? To the detriment of yourself? Or are you willing to swallow pride in change? The choice is yours. I will leave that there. And I will say good luck. And I'll talk to you guys again. Or I'll talk to you ladies again. Until next time.